0: This episode of Pompey Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. To stay in the know about everything happening at Fratton Park, including the latest news, analysis and transfer updates, take out an online Pompey subscription with the Portsmouth news today at Portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions.
1: You're listening to the latest episode of Pompey Talk the Podcast. Pompey blew their big chance to secure their place in the playoffs and that means one thing, yet another end-of-season inquest into what went wrong. The problem is, where do you start and when does it end? So, in no particular order, we look at the players and pose the question, are they good enough? We discuss the prospect of a summer clear-out under the Cowleys and what that might look like. We delve into summer recruitment and the potential of a restructured recruitment team. Meanwhile, affordability, the Eisners, Roland Curtis and much more fall under the microscope. With promotion the main focus over the past nine months, they're not subject matters we hoped we would be discussing on the final day of the season. But it's the position we unfortunately find ourselves in, so sit back, relax and enjoy the discussion. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Pompey Talk. Uh, My name is Mark McMahon. Joining me today to discuss all things Pompey, and unfortunately it's not going to be easy listening, is Neil Allen and Will Rooney. Thank you, lads, for joining us.
0: Mm, Hello. Hello. Wish we could be joining
1: you in better circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) Sign of the enthusiasm around Pompey at the moment. Neil's voice says it all there. Um, Will, are you in the same sort of mindset at the minute?
2: <laughs> I think
1: we all are yeah
2: um, I think it's just sheer disappointment after another disappointing season Um, not even the playoffs to look forward to now is there? Um, like we've had the past couple of years so plenty to get our teeth into definitely
1: definitely now let's start with tomorrow um when I look back at your Facebook Live video at half time, it was it was verging on your your rant about Northampton a couple of months ago. If you were to, if you were to do a second one of those, would it have been as strong as your Northampton monologue?
0: <laughs> do you know what? Um, a big Kev, I spoke to Big Kev the other day, and he said I saw your. He uh, said I I saw your video against Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a few people saw that. Um, yeah. Northampton got relegated, didn't they? Yet they played Poppy off the park. Sum's up this team, these players. Yeah. You know, uh, if you can't lift yourselves to perform at Wembley, regardless of what the cup competition is, if you can't lift yourselves to perform against Accrington last game of the season to reach the playoffs, and they haven't, they're not good enough. Not good enough. In years gone by, we've looked at the year when Ben Thompson went and Pompey, you know, disintegrated, didn't they? But still got to the playoffs. Famously, in Aldroy's fault, wasn't he, for the offside goal? Um, the, 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 the one where why didn't Kenny Jacket bring Curtis off the bench? Why did he drop low? Um, what's the reason for Pompey not getting to the playoffs this year? There's no excuses. There's no one to blame. It's the players probably haven't been hard done by. There have not been there's not been some massive in, injustice in the world. Um, the gods haven't conspired to deprive poor, innocent Pompey of of their their rightful place in, in the playoffs, have they? It's down to the players. Eighth place. This team was meant to be good enough for the playoffs. Meant to be good enough for automatic promotion. They got eighth. It's no one's fault. You can't blame referees, can you? You can't play nasty wick and wasting time. It's, it's down to the players. As simple as that. The players, whoever recruited the players, it all comes down to the players. They're not good enough to get this team into the Championship. And it's been proven. Fact. It's a fact. So, you know, let, let's not be kind here about these people. Let's not... Um, just get rid of them. Come on. Keep a few. Just Just... Time's up. We've wasted along four years in this division. There's some I keep, many I get rid of, including contracted players, which is easier said than done. Um, and again, I, I say this every single time I don't care how these players did at other football clubs. We've watched them enough for Pompey. If they haven't done the business for Pompey after two seasons, after three seasons, go. Simple as that. I don't care if they're wonderful elsewhere. Let's just them here. Go, bye. We've had enough now. Eighth place. Um, terrible, terrible. Bye bye. Well, drink, you, are you drink, the drink same
1: to that? Drink to that. Well, are you of the same opinion that this summer has to be a complete clear out? Um, there's players here that have been here far too long, haven't achieved what they were set what they should be achieving. Are you of the opinion that get rid of them?
2: I think everyone is. I don't think there's a Pompey fan out there who doesn't believe that This squad needs major surgery this summer. Um, as Neil alluded to, they've had the chance a lot of them and they haven't delivered. Um, some of them have been here three years, some of them have been here two years. And they've never convinced, they've never looked like they're going to get this side promoted back into the Championship. They've been spells, they've been winning runs, but for the majority of the time, I don't think anyone's ever convinced that this group of players is, is good enough to to deliver a, a return to the second tier, which supporters are absolutely craving. Um, so th- there's got to be, as Neil said, there'll be a few who you won't keep, but the majority of them, it's going to be goodbye. Some of them might get picked up by some decent clubs, um, but some of them might um, find themselves a little bit down League One because they haven't proven themselves on a promotion side now, so why should they go and get themselves another promotion chasing side next season? Is
1: it, is it easier said than done? Don't forget, this is a level where a lot of transfers are free transfers. There's, there's players under contract. Will Pompey be able to get rid of those players under contract?
2: Well, it depends, really. I mean, we've seen it before where Pompey have released players. Um, Kenny Jackett's first season, for example, where he, you know, he, come to a mutual consent with the likes of Michael Smith and Tom Davis and eventually Milan Lalkovich, Carl Bennett, no, Curtis Main, Drew Talbot. It can happen if players aren't going to be playing. Um, they's, well, unless you're on a lucrative contract and you think, no, I'm not I'm not giving this up. Players want to play football, it's a short career. So it, you can come to those arrangements. Um, Gareth Evans last summer didn't knew he wasn't going to be part of Kenny Jackett's plan, so Pompey come to an arrangement to um to release him from his deal. So it can happen. Um some of them under contact, if that's what's going to happen, if they're not going to be playing, are they going to be one sitting on the bench or can they go elsewhere and and play? So that's um a viable option as as we've seen in years gone by.
1: They as I was talking to the well off offer earlier and it's always been used that this is a great squad. This is a promotion chasing squad that Pompey have. I know we're all we're all in agreement that an overhaul is needed. Like, but it's not just this one game that has made us think an overhaul is needed. This has been in the making now for maybe even more than a year. We, the jury's been out in these players, but there seems to be no consensus now. Now is the time. But this could have been. This could have, This conversation could have been had a year ago, couldn't it?
0: Yeah, we've all had nagging doubts about them for a long time. We've talked about it long enough. We've thrown down challenges saying, come on, this is your time, players. Let's see what you've made of. And there's been nothing. There's been a little bit of a lift and down. They've been inconsistent. Perhaps that's why they're at this level. Perhaps that's, that's why they're here. Inconsistent. And the team has been inconsistent. Lost at Swindon. Lost at Bristol Rovers. Lost at Northampton, They all got relegated. But then they've won at Hull, won at Lincoln, won at Sunderland. Um, but the key is, since the turn of the year, uh, the, the, the results. And the performances. I mean, this is, this is another thing. You have to look at performances. From the outside, John Marcus has got 18 goals. Brilliant. 18 goals. Fantastic. Now, let's have a look at his performances. Not good enough. Not near good enough. Not even a 7 out of 10. I dread seeing what his average is, is, is a season, his average rating. And I mark high, don't get me wrong. I give high markings and I'm always moan at it. You know, it's, it's, it, this is a this is thing. The, the, the players aren't consistent enough. Now, is it because they're weak mentally? Us, just yes, it is. Not good enough. The, the, the League One, a lot of them are League One players, don't get me wrong. But uh, they're just not good enough to, to win promotion uh, from this division. And if Pompey had got to the Championship, oh, my. It would have been carnage, wouldn't it, with this lot? Dear me. Uh, which, and it would also require another clear-out, wouldn't it? So, I think Danny Cowley mentioned it yesterday about they're not good enough to get promoted. Well, we know that. Um, and then you look at Wickham. I know Wickham got relegated on the last day. But at least they've got heart and spirit and soul and guts and determination
1: compared them to this
0: lot.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, a key
1: question then, needs when we're talking about clear-outs and possible recruitment, and, and the players as they are at the minute, who is, who is responsible for bringing these players in? Is there an overhaul needed in that recruitment process? Because Kenny Jagged, yes, has taken the blame for an awful lot of these players, but surely he's got scouting networks, people advising him on players. Surely, if there's going to be an overhaul, there then needs to be an overhaul of that system. And if Cowley is in charge next season, will he have a say in who he is part of that process?
0: Yeah. You, you, well, first of all, I think it's important to state I've seen Mark, Mark Catlin criticised for the players Pompey signed. The chief executive has nothing to do with that. If that was the case, are you going to give Peter Story praise for the signing of diara coming to Pompey? You know, is, is that how it works? So Peter Story, well done, Peter Story. Let us applaud you as you walk into the street. You brought one of the greatest players in this football club. The chief executive has nothing to do with identifying transfer targets and things like that. It comes down to the manager and his recruitment team. That's who it is. You can have a go to the chief executive and the owner and things about money not forthcoming for players, which is a different topic entirely. But recruitment down to, was down to Kenny Jackett, Phil Boardman, and Roberto Gagliardi. That, that's the recruitment team. Um, they, they brought in some good players, but they, they didn't bring some good players in as well. Normally, every January, it was terrible. Charlie Daniels. Oof, you know. Um, we, we've had this most and, and let, let's, let's First of all, let, let's give credit where it's due. Under Kenny Jacket, he brought in Ronan Curtis, Tom Naylor, Craig McGilvery, Lee Brown, uh, Ben Thompson on loan. Nathan Thompson was already being looked at by Cook and Jacket had him, so that's good signing as well. So, there were good players, weren't there? Brett Pittman, of course, he brought in. So, there have been some good signings. I like uh, Callum Johnson as well. But um, that's over a four-year period, and there's been a fair amount of duds there. Um, Unfortunately, £1 million for John Marquis is going to go down in Pompey history as a very costly purchase in more ways than one. Not been value for money, unfortunately. Not necessarily market's fault with that price tag, of course, but uh, that, that's been an issue as well. One million pounds,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, Carly, if well, we'll go into Danny Curly in a minute, but he there's an awful lot of pressure then already on his shoulders to get it right. Can you see? Is this going to be a transition period then for Pompey? I know we're going to we're, we're looking in their crystal balls, but like if you're ripping up the entire squad, Pompey had ambitions to go up this season. They may have to put them on hold for another two seasons. Or, well, look at Blackpool. I suppose they've just completely
2: wham bam here we go. But that's very rare, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Blackpool took time to um to get going, didn't they? Same with Bolton in League Two. We were flirting with relegation for a while before they. Just lit the touch paper in about February time and ends up getting promoters. The good thing is if Danny Carl going to say is he will and we know he has potential targets or as he penciled down um he knows what sort of players he will need at the club, he knows what sort of characters need to come in and who can be um who can be part of a squad that can genuinely push for promotion. Um, as you say, Blackpool took a while to get going. Um, Cook did it as well in his first year, didn't he? He got Pompey into the playoffs and he missed out because of ultimately injuries and being on the last legs at Plymouth. Um, so it is definitely possible. So I wouldn't say that right off next season just because there's going to be a major overhaul. So the players who he's going to go in, bring in a your pardon, they're going to be players he regards as top League One players who can do the business finally. Um, just trying to think of, of last summer as well. I think Lincoln brought quite a few players in under Appleton, the way he wants to play. Um, there's not many players left to survive under Carly. He's obviously got them into the, the playoffs this season. Oxford's Carl said they always have a high turnover of players. so it, it can happen, but Pompey now have got to give Danny carly the resources to, to bring the players there that he wants. Um, obviously, I'm not saying don't get messy or anything like that, but the players who he genuinely believes are top league one players who can make the difference and who can get Pompey finally promoted.
1: Neil, if you're looking to bring in new players, you might have to spend more than what you're currently spending on the ones that you have got that haven't proven good enough. Have Pompey got the finances to, to finance such a massive project?
0: Yes, yeah, so it's a good point, isn't it? Because I think I think we all forget about the the financial pressures on football club in the current climate. Uh, football clubs haven't had a matchday income for more than a year now, have they? So there's a big shortfall in all clubs. Pompey can cope with that because they've got the the money that the that the has put into it—the 10 million, which is slowly being frittered away, isn't it, to cover losses? So that they have that. But yeah, it's, it's a re- reduction in income for all football clubs and spending. Um, capability isn't it also you look look, look at the, the players uh, Jack Watmore's out of contract Tom Naylor out of contract now they'll be decent earners at Pompey um, obviously they're good players as well so there's a situation where some of these earners Pompey can't afford to keep them if they want to get other players in um, obviously big earner like John Marquis is contracted for another year so that's not so he's, that money's tied up, isn't it? So some, I mean, someone like James Bolton won't be on much, would he? And Paul Downing would be on a decent whack as well, but he's contracted for another season. So there's, they've got a, there's not that much move, room for movability there, is it? Andy Cannon won't be on that much. Craig McGilvey won't be on that much. So it's not quite as simple as get, get rid of your big earners because a lot of big earners are still contracted um, in, a, in a climate where clubs will have less money to spend. Below the championship, when I mean, championship will spend what they haven't got, will not they? Of course, but it's not quite the same for League One and League Two. Um, but I just w- I will point out it's it's a similar scenario to 2015 when Paul Cook came in, didn't he? And he just ripped it all apart. Um, from memory, he kept Webster and not too many others. Ben Close was already here. Connor Chaplin, Jack Watmore, but injured. So it was mainly youngsters, in- including Webster, wasn't it? And he got rid of all. And, and he rebuilt, didn't he? Um, got incredible recruitment in that, that first summer. And something similar would, would need to happen again. That first season, they got to the playoffs. Um, hopefully, they can still challenge in part of this rebuilding process in the Cowleys' first season.
1: Well, do you expect the Cowleys? Like, yesterday, John Coleman was getting, getting an awful lot of credit for building an acting That the fact that they ended the end Pompey's promotion hopes, on a shoestring budget, identifying players released from Premier League clubs. Non-league. Do you expect Danny Cowley to have to do the sort of a similar type of job, or do you think Cowley, this being Pompey, will have the muscle to at least bring in one or two high-profile
2: signings? Well, as Neil alluded to, it. say Naylor and what more do you both go, then that frees up a decent wacky budget, doesn't it? Maybe that can from the, the high-profile signings, you you might be able to get on a free transfer. But I think, look, last summer was even difficult because the only player Pompey paid a fee for was Callum Johnson, and that wasn't all that much, really, was it? Um, it's about being smart. The Carlies know that there probably are some gems out there that you can go and get. Um, as you lose to John Coleman, likes of Colby Bishop, Dion Charles, and think Joe Pritchard who didn't play yesterday but was cracking football it was released by Tottenham and it, it, it can be done but it's about trusting these players and knowing that they can they can come in and handle the pressures of Pompey. That's a, a big thing that you've got to you've got to think about. But yeah it's about being smart in your recruitment. Um because as as Neil said earlier, just because these you might bring in players with a reputation it doesn't mean that they're going to do it, does it? It doesn't mean that these are going to come in and rip it up just because they've scored goals in the championship or they've got 300 appearances in League One, two promotions under the belts, doesn't mean it, doesn't mean anything. So it'll be interesting how they go about things. Obviously, um, one lad we know that they've been looking at, but probably is one for the future is Liam Vincent's at at Bromley, but that seems like that might be one more for the future. Um, but signings of that ilk um, certainly I I think you could expect a couple Um, ones who look, they've been in the National League they've been in the National League South they know there are good talents who can come in and play league football i.e. Alex who they took Concord to Braintree to Lincoln ends up going to Peterborough there's players like that out there and they've got to be smart about the recruitment I think that'll, that'll be a lot of about this summer
1: Now what about Danny Curley himself now I know me, me and well have again discussed this here but can Danny Curley can you portion any blame to Danny Curley for yesterday's performance why did he not manage to get those players up for the biggest game of the season because
0: they're not very good that's it You know, how can you improve a player's first touch? How can you um, improve a player's mindset? How can you improve a player to shoot straight? How can you improve a player to be comfortable on the ball? Um, You can only do so much, can't you, really? I think that's that's the issue. There were games when the players lifted themselves, but overall... um, they're just not been good enough, and there's no, I, I've read some criticism of the Cowboys actually, and they've, they've been here what seven weeks, Um with the same group of players, and not been obviously not been able to bring their own players in. There's been injuries as well. They've been here seven weeks, and some people are saying oh they're proven they're not up for the job in seven weeks. So are we now going to sack managers every seven weeks because it's not gone that well? Is that is that is that the, the environment we're in now? They haven't brought anyone in yet, and you know, obviously the players are getting criticism for not taking, getting promptly promoted. They're not good enough. So it's all the Cowley's fault, is it? I don't, I don't quite understand how, how that's the case. Um, could many have got problems with the players with that group of players? I suggest not really because they've tried something different and it's not worked. And um, you've still got the same, same group of players, haven't you? Um, for, for a lot of that time, they've only had one striker to choose from, haven't they? Um, which has not been their fault and injuries. And Jack Watmore, the best centre-half they've got, was suspended for four games. Jacobs are injuries. Um, So they've they've, they've rarely had a a chance to to pick their first choice. They had to play Daniels for a certain amount of games as well, didn't they, with with Lee Brown being injured? And clearly they didn't want to play Daniels. So um, I think it's incredibly harsh. To, to blame them for seven weeks ago when well, nothing's changed well there's a very good reason that little is changed in those seven weeks the same players that's it yeah
1: well Noah said there is going to be a massive overhaul is there any players that you think could be lining up on that first day of the season next
2: season that are currently in this squad in this first team even well depends whether you can keep Jack Watmore um, depends whether Keep Tom Naylor or not? I know the Carlies have said that they'd like to keep him. And Naylor said he'd like to stay, but if he gets a championship offer, some more money, then he might uh, he might be off. Do you think he would um, get a championship offer? Well, someone he might be, you know, a lower lower championship player versus this utility man who um, can do a job. I think he was, especially if he can discover that form of before Christmas, like when um, people were thinking, "Oh, he's." Going to be off to the championship. We don't, we don't go up. Um, then you're looking at players like Harness under contract for another year. All the talents in the world, but isn't consistent enough. Then close to got an option with you'd expect Pompey to take that up because the Carlies like close. Um, Lee Brown under contracts. I'd suspect the Carlies might want a bit more of a Marauding forward fullback and a bit more albeit Lee Brown's very underrated he gets four but I think they might want someone else um, and then Roland Curtis is the one who you think is he going to be here um, he's the only bankable asset that Pompey have got now at the club the only one who they can cash in on is it time to cash in on Roland Curtis is Ronan Curtis going to want to be at the club for another season he's been here three years now um, he's scored 10 plus goals every season He's not hidden the fact that he's got championship interest in him. Well, it was hidden until he put the, uh, the story on his Instagram. So I'd have had no clue whatsoever. None of us would. Um, and he's never hidden it in the past that he wants to go and play in the championship. Is it time to, to move him on? One goal against the, the top six sides this this season suggests that maybe it is time to, to move him on. Pompey needs someone who he can trust more in the in the bigger games Um, I don't think he's indeed himself to the fans with that video that's obviously gone viral over Over Snapchat Is it with the caption which just just touched on that not wrong with the players having a drink or anything but not wrong with that but that caption was just so poor wasn't it I think that's what incensed everyone having a pint drowning sorrows saying goodbye to some people fine no problem at all but to put that caption let's go like going out for a party it was just it was just ridiculous wasn't it but yeah so he's the one now you're looking at thinking what's going to happen with Ron Curtis and I'm sure um, there'll be plenty of uh, speculation in the summer I suspect and, um, I think there'll be a few few names linked to him you wouldn't be surprised and will he be here first day of the season I suspect he won't be to be honest with you
0: well, It's, it's a good point about Curtis because you, you look back in history and in March 2002 Probably sold Peter Crouch to Aston Villa for five and a half 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 million. Sorry, um, and that helped bankroll that team, which won the, the the title, the League One title, First Division title, in such style. So it, it brought in people like Matt Taylor and, and paid wages to Steve Stone and big name players like Paul Merson, didn't it? And um, uh, all, so it's it's definitely a debate. Do you sell your only saleable asset in in Curtis? and reinvest that money into building a squad that can get out of this division. It's definitely worth considering, isn't it? Um, and again, we Will touch upon it. There's a definite concern over Ronan Curtis in big games. When there's been big games, does he, rise, does he come forward to the front? Wembley twice, he's failed. Yesterday, he didn't. It's just big matches for me he doesn't dominate enough. And that's always been a concern about Ronan Curtis. Um, he clearly wants to play in the championship. He clearly believes he's capable of playing in the championship. He's got an outstanding record at Pompey. But uh, again, as Will said, he's been here three years. Who can Pompey sell to, to drive a recruitment in the summer? And there's only one player and that's Ronan Curtis. So if they can get a million, for example throwing that figure out there. Don't reinvest it into one player like John Marquis. Hopefully use it to get Callum Johnson's or, or, or whatever. Just reinvest it into a football club. And let's not forget, this summer won't be a buyer's market. Uh, sorry, won't be a seller's market either. Um, it'll be a buyer's market. And there might be opportunity to um, get a few bargains out there if you have cash. And not many clubs will have cash. Perhaps Pompey, by saying selling Curtis, will have that ability. I'm
1: going to throw one of these in at the end. What's a, sorry for this here, like, but does the Eisners need to step up then a wee bit here? They're getting a wee bit of criticism um, for their ownership model. Is this a time where they need to maybe lead by example and, and maybe say, right, okay, let's, let's put a wee bit more money in here? Well, first of all, academy. The academy is not, come
0: on, at all, is it? In their in the, in the time at the football club, the academy is produced... What well, I suppose that's it. It's it's not any better than it was, is it? Um, it's gone stale. They've brought in a new um, academy head, which is good. You know, just gives it a different perspective, different outlook, which is encouraging. But for me, you, there's no point keep moving around staff in the academy. It needs greater investment. So that's one: invest more in the academy. Two: the training ground. Um, obviously, that needs to be improved. Into if you improve the academy as well, that needs to be looked at. Um, They've always operated the policy of um, eat what you kill, isn't it? You, you sell a player, you get the money. Well, it needs to be a bit more than this because they need to recruit heavily in the summer and players may need to be bought for, for cash, good players in the summer. But, and again, I mentioned this earlier on, this is a, the, all football clubs are in a position at, at the moment where they're financially challenged because there has been no matchday income for more than in a year. And I know we keep banging on about it. It's important. And Pompe- Pompey have made turnovers of October's of ten million plus the last few years, um, and that's not happening now. So it's going to affect all football clubs, particularly those bigger clubs with bigger wage bills, bigger expenses of, of running the, the clubs as well. So they've got to keep afloat, keep perhaps afloat is the wrong word, but, but keep going with, uh, with with debts and plugging them and, and, and losses. But at the same time, they do need to invest into that football team and that squad because probably fans have been outside the uh, championship for 10 years now isn't it? 10 seasons uh, and there's an obvious and realistic expectation to get back there and it needs investment on several levels of this football club
1: well last word from you then you've you, you, you no holidays booked at the
2: minute but I recommend you don't book any this summer at because
1: we're in front <laughs> of a ride
2: we are in tease, aren't we um if you're looking at players, they're going to be leaving. It's going to be a lot. You've got, you know, that's just the ones who are out of contract. And then it's going to be players you suspect who are under contract who will be going as well. There'll be players coming in. There's going to be all sorts in there. There's going to be transfer rumors, left, right, and centre. You think it's going to? It's just I'm quite looking forward to it, and I'm quite not as well to be honest with you. Um, Normally I'm joking, I'm looking forward to it. It'll just be nice. Um, like last summer was fairly tepid, wasn't it? What what happened, there weren't a lot of new bodies and we knew there weren't going to be many new faces after Kenny Jack had come out after Oxford and said, we've got a, a bulk of a squazzy and we just need a couple of additions. But now you think this is this is going to be needing a rip up. like So you're thinking, what, 10th of May now, players will be back, what, first week in July perhaps? Maybe even the last week in June? You'd like to hope that Danny Carley will bring a good number of players in for the first day because pre-season is going to be absolutely crucial for Pompey, isn't it? They need to get everyone in first day. They lose it to fitness, um, they want everyone as fit as a fiddle. Um, they're going to run them ragged, so that's the first challenge you need because at some clubs, they might not be, they might not have that sort of regime. Um We've seen it with Kenny Jackett and we, his, his pre seasons weren't very arduous at all. Um, so, if players are coming into that from that environment to this, it, that'll take them a few weeks. So, they need, I'd say, the bulk of the squads here, first day of pre season, get them fit, get them playing the way they want to the play it. And then hopefully go from there. But yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to summer's plenty that's. Uh, readers of uh, the news and of course with uk will uh, be able to digest I'm sure over the next few weeks. Good stuff.
1: Okay lads well with all that work ahead of us let's stop chatting amongst ourselves and get on with it then. Thank you for your contributions today and thank you all for watching and listening. We'll be back again soon. Have a good one. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the of News website for everything you need to know about Pompey.